Hi, I'm Felicia, and you're listening to episode 111 of Five Song Set. We just moved to a new apartment, and I'm kind of disorganized right now. So I decided to dig up some cool older songs for you from archive.org and play those. Originally, I thought I would play five songs that were written by Louis Armstrong. But the problem is that it's kind of difficult to figure out which ones he wrote, as apparently he didn't always take credit. Instead, I found one song of his that I thought would be really great and decided to find a theme in that. The result? I've got five songs for you this week that were recorded on Decca Records. It's kind of a weird theme, but I think the songs are pretty awesome and fun. I hope you'll enjoy them. According to Wikipedia, Decca Records started at the end of the 1920s as a British record label, establishing a U.S. version of the label in the mid-1930s. The list of musicians who recorded albums for them is huge. My favorite tidbit about the label is, in 1942, American Decca released the first recording of White Christmas by Bing Crosby. He recorded another version of the song in 1947 for Decca. To this day, Crosby's recording of White Christmas for Decca remains the best-selling single worldwide of all time. We're going to start off with Swing That Music by Louis Armstrong. The song was written by Louis Armstrong and Horace Gerlich. Gerlich is kind of a mysterious figure and not without a little bit of controversy. However, I've got two web pages that I'll put, on the sh- put in the show notes that give some background to the song and a little bit of information about Gerlich. This recording is from 1936, which is right at the beginning of the swing music era. I saw it written somewhere that this song is one of the first uses of swing as a description of the music, but I can't find that page now and don't know if it's true anyway. On the other hand, on the Wikipedia page for swing music, it says, Louis Armstrong joked on the Bing Crosby radio show when asked what swing was. He said, oh, swing. Well, we used to call it syncopation. Then they called it ragtime. Then blues. Then jazz. Now it's swing. White folks, y'all sure is a mess. Here is the incredibly delightful Swing That Music by Louis Armstrong. heart gives a chill, I feel such a thrill, my feet won't keep still when they swing that music. Rhythm like that puts me in a trance, or you can't blame me for wanting to dance. From what I understand, it must be just grand to play in a band. When they swing that music, I'm just happy as can be when they swing that music for me.
Give It Away by Barrel House Annie. This song is also from the late 1930s and also features a mysterious character. It seems that people don't really know who Barrel House Annie was. A barrel house was a bar and also a style of early piano jazz. Most of the Barrel House Annie songs have very sexually suggestive lyrics, so maybe keeping her real name hushed up was a way to avoid trouble. Now the singer in this, at least as far as I've been able to discover, was Lil Johnson, about whom very little is also known. There's a chance that the pianist was a woman named Aletha Dickerson. Here's a little bit I could find out about the recording of this song, thanks to a page compiled, compiled by Alex Vandertook. Dickerson says, My short recording career with Lester Melrose, one of the first American producers of blues records, started accidentally. I'd known Lester Melrose for years. He knew about my stenographic ability, knew I could arrange music and write songs, even songs I detested, but he'd never heard me play piano. One day I attended a rehearsal with him to give some songs to one of his artists. The pianist couldn't read music, so I sat down and played the songs in an effort to teach them to him. Melrose said, This is impossible that you can also play piano well. The upshot of the whole thing was that he asked me to make some recordings, and, well, there was a depression. 
I do not recall anyone named Barrel House Annie. I do remember a company Memphis Mini, Bumblebee Slim, Big Bill Brunzi, Sam Thaird, Lil Johnson, and some others I do not recall. I accompanied Mary Mack on one session, also Sweet Peas Spivy at Aurora, Illinois, and Ramona Hicks in Chicago. This recording career came to an abrupt end. Mayo Williams and Melrose were in competition for the local talent. Mayo asked me to work again as his secretary in an office he was managing for DECA. I happily agreed. Melrose, while remaining a friend, never asked me to record for him again because I was working in Williams's office. I was delighted. About the 1937 Barrel House Annie session, Conrad Nowakowski writes, It's clearly Aletha on piano, but I see no evidence she would be the singer. Both sides of the issued coupling have composer credits. One is Mary Mack, the other Aletha Dickerson. To me, these are just part of Aletha's accompaniment of that period. So, there you go. Next, we have My Lord's Gonna Move This Wicked Race by Sister Rosetta Tharp with the Dependable Boys and the Sam Price Trio. This song was recorded probably in the late 1940s. She is considered the godmother of rock and roll. Why? Well, according to an article in The Guardian, nobody, not Chuck Berry, not Scotty Moore, not James Burton, not Keith, not Keith Richards, played wilder or more primal rock and roll guitar than this woman who gave her life to God and would have celebrated her 100th birthday on the 20th of March, 2015. With a Gibson SG in her hands, Sister Rosetta could raise the dead, and that was before she started to sing. Her mother was a preacher, and Rosetta began her mu musical career early. According to Wikipedia, by age six, Tharp had joined her mother as a regular performer in a traveling evangelical troupe. Billed as a singing and guitar-playing miracle, she accompanied her mother in performances that were part sermon and part gospel concert for audiences across the American South. She moved to New York City with her mother in 1938 and recorded the first gospel songs ever recorded by Decca. She was quite popular and went on to influence a lot of the early rock and roll musicians like Elvis, Little Richard, and Jerry Lee Lewis. I'm going to put some links in the show notes to a couple of videos of her performances, as they are awesome. And since I think they are so amazing, I'm going to do a follow-up podcast with five of her songs for you. Here is My Lord's Gonna Move This Wicked Race by Sister Rosetta Tharp. He's gonna move this wicked race. No, the Lord, this wicked race. No, the Lord, this wicked race. This wicked race. No, 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 he's gonna move this wicked race. No, the Lord, he's gonna raise the rhythm of a nation that shall obey. Shall obey. Now, mama, not man. Now, your mama, not man. If you wanna be wise. Lord, well, if you wanna be wise, Lord, Lord, if you wanna be wise, well, well, mama, land man, mama, land man, if you wanna be wise, Lord, Lord, just believe in Jesus and be baptized, be baptized. I got called on the mountain top, Lord, Lord, on the mountain top, Lord, Lord, on the mountain top, on the mountain top. Moses on the mountain top, Lord, Lord, and he stands, he stands, he's low in Moses' heart, Moses' heart. 
Lord, Lord, this wicked rain. Lord, Lord, this wicked rain. This wicked rain. Oh, Lord, 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 Oh, Get along. Get hip, little dog. Get along. Better be on your way. Get along. Get hip, little doggy. And he trucked him on down that old fair way, singing his cow cow boogie in the strangest way. Coming to ya ya yeah. Coming to yip till ya yeah. Singing his cowboy songs, he's just too much. He's got a knocked out western accent with a hard touch. He was raised on local weed. He's what you call the swing half breed. Singing his cow cow boogie in the strangest way. Come at the eye, come at the eye. That cat was raised on loco weed. Jackie's what you call a swing half breed. Singing his cow cow boogie in the strangest way. Come at the eye, come at the yip to the eye. Come at the eye, come at the yip to the eye. Get, 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 get along, little doggy. Better be on your way. That was Cow Cow Boogie by Ella Fitzgerald and the Ink Spots. The song is originally from the 1942 Abbott and Costello film Ride 'em Cowboy, but this version was recorded by Ella Fitzgerald and the Ink Spots in 1944. 
it wasn't the only song that Fitzgerald and the Ingspots recorded together. I also know the song Into Each Life Some Rain Must Fall, because it's played on the radio all the time in one or two of the Fallout video games. Now, before we go, Five Song says recorded under a Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, license, so you can share it but not sell it or change it. All the rights to the songs are held by the musicians. The show notes, which you can find on the Five Song Set website, contain links to all the bands and songs in this podcast, as well as lots of additional information. I'd like to thank Alexander Petersky for the theme music. If you would like to let me know what you think about the podcast, drop me an email at fivesongset at gmail.com or comment on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast by following the instructions on the website or by going to the iTunes store. We're going to finish up with Off to the Hunt, The Butcher's March by John and Joe Fahey. One reason why I included this song in the show was that I was really surprised by how much traditional Irish music was put out by Decca. A lot of these recordings were by Irish living in America. The Irish War of Independence started in 1919 and was followed by the Irish Civil War, so there were reasons why people were leaving Ireland. On the flip side, one article says, As late as the 1920s, an average of more than 20,000 Irish immigrants were arriving annually in the U.S. Now, according to the book The Irish in the Atlantic World, Ireland didn't have a recording industry, and after a series of mergers and purchases, Decca ended up with a massive library of American-Irish recordings and became the main resource in Ireland for traditional Irish records. As for this song, it was recorded in 1937. It sounds like John and Joe Fahey, with their brother Jack, were all musicians associated with Decca. There isn't much more information I can find except that Off to the Hunt is a traditional song. So here is Off to the Hunt, The Butcher's March by John and Joe Fahey. Thank you. 
Until next time, this is Felicia signing off from St. Petersburg in Russia. Bye. 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 Bye.